Hello, it's Josephine here, your performing arts business coach, talent manager, speaker, and mentor. I am excited today. I'm so excited because I am in launch week for my signature course, Talent Manager Bootcamp. And what better way to celebrate than to have one of my beautiful TMB graduates <laughs> on the show. So we are going to be speaking to and listening to today the wonderful human Renee Reese. Now, Renee is a studio owner from Queensland, Australia, who is going from strength to strength in her business. She's in a growth mindset mode and is unstoppable right now. So she's literally expanding locations. She's expanding her program offers. She's expanding her services by providing an in-house talent management service. She's really on the rise and I was so excited to have her in today and to share with you how she's doing it and how it started from humble beginnings really and how she's just growing and growing and continuing this pursuit of, you know, happiness, confidence and overcoming what she refers to as imposter syndrome. So I love it. I love this conversation so much. The best part is, is that she told me in the interview that she actually had thought about talent management a decade ago and never did anything about it because it felt it felt uh, unattainable. And she loved that I was able to de- demystify the talent industry space and make it accessible to her and her students. So everyone that's listening, if you've ever thought about like Renee had for a decade and within a couple of months with me was in implementation mode and ready to launch her own in-house talent management service. So if you're interested in that and you're a bit like Renee, you've thought about it for a long time or it's something you're really interested in, but it just feels like it's not accessible to you and it's not possible. I want you to know that it is. And Renee is going to share that story later in the show. Uh, and I can't wait for you to hear that. But if you're interested, join me and other studio owners on this amazing journey so that you can provide those opportunities for your students you know, in film, television, theatre, commercial and more. You can provide those opportunities for them uh, in your studio. And it's, you know, it's it's been great and it really does increase that that revenue for your business as well and, and that student retention element, which is great as well. So head to josephinelandcuba.com forward slash TMB and I'll pop the link in the show notes below for you as well. Now, let me tell you a little bit about Renee before we kick off. So Renee Reese is a studio owner who has a passion for all things performing arts. Since starting a small studio in 2009, she has gone from hobbyist dance teacher to successful entrepreneur with Reese Dance, which is her studio in Queensland. She's now operating in two locations and branching into new areas of dance education and talent management, which is so exciting. It really is. So, Without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to my amazing client and beautiful human, Renee Reese. Let's do this. Hey there, I'm Josephine Lancuba, and you're listening to Business Arts and All That Jazz. I've been immersed in the creative business world and performing arts industry for over 20 years. I know from experience that being an artist, a creative, or running a creative business can be a tough gig, but I'm here to tell you it's possible. 
I went from having zero dollars to my name and living below the poverty line to then living paycheck to paycheck to finally living a life of comfort, happiness, passion, and even stability. In this podcast, I peel back the curtain and share with you the ups and downs of my journey. Plus, I tap into the minds of creative industry experts to discover their paths to success. I know you have a spark inside of you, that little voice that tells you to reach for the stars. I want to help you step into your limelight to have the courage to live a life you dream of, a life that you design. So get ready to be entertained and inspired as we talk business, arts, and all that jazz. Hello, Renee, and welcome to the show. We've got Renee Reese from Reese Dance in Queensland, Australia. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Joe. How are you? I'm so, so good. Uh, You can hear my voice is a little bit raspy today. I've actually had the funniest thing. I've had this raspy voice for, for I reckon, about a week or two now. I'm not sick at all. It's just my voice. It must be the cold. Is it cold in Queensland as well or just Sydney? Look, it's cold relative to me. (laughs) I don't think you would think it's cold, but, yes, no, it's pretty cold. Um, And, yeah, it's harder to get up in the morning. Oh, totally, totally. So, yes, you'll have to, everyone listening, you have to excuse my voice today. I'm doing my best, doing my best. Um, So I just, I wanted to get you on the show because you have been one of my clients for a while now. You went through my Talent Manager Bootcamp course with the goal to open up your own in-house talent management service and then became a member of the Talent Squad membership. And we're going to get into that later. But before we dive into any of that sort of, you know, diversification into your business and how you've recently grown and and expanded your business. Let's start from, you know, tell me about Reese Dance. Tell me about Reese and and and, and all of the things that um, you've been doing and how long ago you started and that sort of thing. So the listeners can get an idea of who you are. Yeah, well, um, I I have danced pretty much all my life, on and off. You know, um, so dance has always been really important to me and. Um, I always seem to go back to it. So I was, um, we started Resense, well, I started Resense in um, 2019. And uh, no, that's not true at all. <laughs> I started it in 2009. <laughs> wow, um, you just lost a decade of your life there. Do you know that? <laughs> totally get it. Oh, 2019 was the year before the pandemic. You may as well have, re- it's like a rebirth. <laughs> Rebirth exactly. after that from exactly. 2020. Sure. I forgot that there was anything before COVID. Yeah, so 2009 and I had um, just had um, my little boy, Oliver, and I was working in the banking industry and it was just soul-destroying. And I, I decided that I wanted to go back to what I loved. So I, um, yeah, started taking classes again, which was crazy. At, I think I was 31 going back to go, all right, I'm going to get my teachers, you know, do my exams and do it all the right way and whatnot and um, just had a baby. So he was six months old. So it was crazy, but that's what we did. And I started with just a few kids, um, actually uh, took over from my first dance teacher. So she closed down and a couple of her kids that still wanted to dance came across to me. And, yeah, so it was built, um, like it was open to be just a fun safe place for kids to come and enjoy dance basically and we've tried to keep that culture going through um so I think this is what year 14 or something now and we're still building on that um it's 
slowly grown through word of mouth over the years. I haven't really put too much into the business side of it um, in the start. So it was just very much, oh, cool, another kid's joining. Oh, cool. And, you know, and it was almost like that hobby feeling. And over the last few years, I've kind of gone, should probably, you know, take what oh, we've you've got. You've absolutely um, stepped it up. Like <laughs> I can see, like, you, you know, you've started bringing in um, – like those not those licensed programs you've started looking at expanding your locations you've started like there's a you've started you know uh, you're about to launch a talent management service so I mean, humble beginnings for sure but i feel like um maybe that's why you say from 2019 because it's actually in that you said the last four years is when you start to go actually you know what i'm, I'm going to do something with this yeah yeah definitely and i think it got to the point where um I haven't worked a normal job for a while. Like I didn't go back to full-time work. So I've always done part-time work. So it has been a job, but I guess it was just a mindset more than anything. Cause I was always putting new things in, but it was more from a point of, um, oh, my kids are interested in this. So let's add that. I had no problem adding things and taking leaps of faith and, and, and that kind of, um, that kind of jazz. Like that was never a fear factor for me, but, um, and I always wanted to provide really um, good tuition. Um, it was, yeah, it kind of lived between hobby and full business that I could grow and have something for my my children to take on. And that's a really interesting point that you make because I think um, a lot of people live in the hobbyist space when it comes mm. to performing arts studios and businesses, mm. any sort of creative thing, especially when you're passionate and you just love it and you want to provide the service. But it's interesting that you made, like you, you've obviously intentionally made a shift from hobbyist to, you know, I'm now the CEO of my business. I'm going to build this. What, what was it that four years ago that that made you have that intentional shift from hobby to, you know, what I'm, I'm actually going to to step out of the mindset of hobby rather mm. and and move into the wow. business owner. It's really hard to explain because. I don't know. It's really hard because I say hobby, and I'm not. I'm not exactly sure that's what I thought about it. I think, um, as I said, I was always wanting to step it up. There was a point in the studio where I started to lose the culture, and I think that's what is more that's happening in that kind of, you know, pre-COVID era. I've, I've, we, we had um, some successes. And it's funny, when you succeed a little bit, people start looking at you more and then I wanted to hide more because I was like, mm -hmm. then I then I really started looking outside my bubble and then I was like, oh, that studio is doing this. I, I'm not doing it. I, you know, oh, my God, what am I doing wrong? You know, I really went through that phase and that real lot of self-doubt as, as a studio owner, excuse me, um, even as a leader of my team, you know, like it was really put a lot of self-doubt. and. Um, started to lose focus of what in the heart of our studio what we were. So I think um, that was a big turning point for me when that all kind of came to its head and I was like, yeah, this is what's happened. I've lost my culture. Um, I'm trying to, I'm pulling myself in all these directions, trying to please everyone, um, trying to be what everyone else is being and I forgot what I was interested in and what I had started the studio for. Yeah. So um, that was a real turning point. And then I was like, no, you know, I really like this 
licensed program, you know, and um, we use the Ready, Set, Dance program and it was quite new in Queensland when I started doing it. And, um, you know, there was pushback about having a licensed program for from who I deemed, you know. Really, that's interesting. That I was looking for. Yeah, I had a couple of comments was, that was kind of, oh, well, if you don't want to have to do the work, of your own program, I guess it's great. You know what I mean? And I thought... So ridiculous. It's yeah. It's between like buying a McDonald's or, bu- or opening a burger shop. Or cooking. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Well, no, but opening the, the, the burger sh- a burger shop from scratch or bu- just buying a McDonald's. Yeah, franchise, like, yeah. It's, it's just one of those things. And it doesn't mean that the burger shop's not going to be successful, but sometimes you actually just want to plug and play a system that you know will work, you know. And I'm glad that's the system that I picked because it is. School system and it's helped my business to no end. And I think that is also part of the shift in my mindset because, um, you know, they it's a preschool program, but um, there's so much training and and thought provoking conversations that are had between the studio owners um, and the founders of Ready Set Dance that um, I really started going. You know, I'm I'm not less than everyone else like just because I haven't been doing it as long I do have really great ideas a lot of these things that I'm thinking these people that I look look up to are thinking and there was a lot more um uh building your own confidence I guess in in the choices that you're making and and stuff um down that kind of line so I think that was the mind shift to bring it all back around as I started to be with people that were uplifting of the individual um within their community and and it really and thinking made me externally so just saying actually you know I need a bit of inspiration I need support mm. help and some you know some you know I guess guidance and and you know getting a licensed program or seeking coaching and all of these bits is actually a really yeah. important part of that because entrepreneurship and, and and business ownership can be a really lonely space and 100%. so we can have all of these great ideas, but then we have to implement them independently and, and without anyone to bounce off. And even though you have team, of course, but it's still it's still nice to be part of community. So I think it's really great that you invested in that. And that's actually yeah. a great thing for you, right, for your expansion. Mm, 100%. And, yeah, definitely that um, feel lack of isolation was and, um, and looking outside the box was a really great byproduct of, of getting into that licensing and because um we are like our preschool program is so popular at the studio um that's what I started our second location with so we started from the preschoolers and we're there we've only been out there in our second location for two months now I think mm. and I've started you know our classes on the second day and they're steadily getting trials and filling so um that was a really great program that I can take out there and just again plug and play and I know it works I know it's fantastic there was no and you've obviously it. worked on the culture as well so you've got great team which I know yeah. about you because we, we've obviously spoken many times that yeah prior to this obviously as a client <laughs> um yeah that now that you've got this great team as well so you know that when you implement something into a new space and you've got this plug and play system you've got good team and culture that they just work beautifully and harmoniously together. So that's yeah. going to be that success factor for you. Exactly. And, you know, I was always overwhelmed with, um, 
you know, looking at business coaches and things like that. Like I always, I, I didn't quite, I guess, understand at the time that you get a business coach to improve. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so I was like, oh God, I don't want anyone to see my business. They'll think it's not good enough. You know, so I was like avoiding coaches because I needed the help that the coach was going to give me. Totally. As stupid as that sounds. It doesn't um, sound stupid, and I and I get it. It's that it's that imposter syndrome. It's like oh, you don't 100%. want to be. It's the fear of judgment, mm-hmm. you know, and um, that can be really hard. Yeah. So, and all of my team have benefited from um, that mind shift in me. You know, like me going, oh, we, you know, we can get a little bit of um, input from this person and input from here, and let let look let's look at what's out there and see if surely. There's people that have better ideas than I do, and let let's feed up that. Let's get let's get some inspiration, and they've all um, taken um, to that really, really well. Like you've met um, my right hand person, um, Moran, and yeah. I call her Rani. Good um, old Rani, yes, Rani, <laughs> you're two I see. <laughs> been with me since um, I always say I inherited her because I took um, I bought another dance studio in our area and. That was one of her relatives, so she came with the package. Oh, that's so amazing, isn't it? So You're so lucky that was to have had her. Best investment. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's really given them confidence as well. To, like I'm trying to empower them and, um, you know, focusing my, um, my, you know, time and effort into being a better leader for them because I can see them growing and it's really incredible. Yeah, and I can see you growing as well. You're obviously going strength to strength. I mean, you talk about buying a business off somebody, uh, trying to, you know, weed out the the culture issues over time, um, Mm. having that whole journey where you're you're trying to expand the business but there's a bit of imposter syndrome. So it's all of the things and then going, oh, I'm, you know, the mindset of hobbyists to then moving into a growth mindset, which is where you are right now. You're definitely in a growth yeah. mindset. There's no doubt about 100%. it. hundred percent. Yeah. You, you're like, okay, great. I, I've got this license program. I'm going to open up a second location. I'm going to start a talent management service and agency. Woo, right. So you're like, and, I'm going for this. Yeah. And like Rani and I have been um, talking about talent management services for years. Like, there's a lot of things that we're doing this year. This year is just the year of making it happen for us because we've been talking about a second location. Um, we've been looking at we're at Yarrabilba in Queensland is our second location and it's, um, I guess, like a satellite suburb. So it's all the infrastructure is being built into it. And um, we've been looking at it for ages and, um, you know, finally a community centre was built that we could actually use uh, to have our classes out of. Um, and the talent manager service was something we've been talking about. So Rani has more of a background in um, that kind of stuff than I do. Um, but uh, yeah, it just when when I saw your um, talent manager boot camp, I'm like, oh my goodness, here's someone to tell us all the questions that we've had <laughs> and that was holding us back. And um, you talk a lot about you know, demystifying it all. And it, and it did feel like if you hadn't been around for 150 years and knew everybody in the business that you just couldn't break in, you know what I mean? And, and it was really great when, um, when I saw um, like your little uh, 
ads, I guess, for the, you know, letting us know what was happening when the, when the Talent Manager Bootcamp was coming up. I was like, oh, cool. I don't have to know everything about this. I can find it. Like, I can learn about it. I can, yeah. teach, you know, I can be taught about it. So that was really exciting. For yeah, us. and it's interesting you use the word demystify because, I mean, I, it's absolutely demystifying the uh, professional industry and those opportunities in film and television, theatre and commercial, those professional paid opportunities and having that talent management service can feel really overwhelming or, like you said, it's not accessible. And mm. so the whole goal of the program was for people like you to look at it and go, actually, this is possible and this is something that I could implement and it can be accessible. So. Yeah. Let's talk about this expansion because I think this growing from strength to strength is really what I'm excited to talk to you about. And and I'd love to hear, firstly, you've, you've, you opened up your second location um, two months ago and, and, and I've congratulated you on that, but I'm going to congratulate you again. Let's start <laughs> there. How's it going? How is that second location going? And what does that feel like um, now being pulled in two different directions the people listening who might be considering that sort of expansion oh this is not the first time that I've had more than one location so um firstly it's going really well out there like the preschool program is growing steadily um we've got you know we had a Thursday morning class to start off with we've got a Saturday morning class now excuse me and we've got um got a wait list for other days so people like to be spoiled for choice for days so um you know as we get enough kind of inquiries we will be opening other days so that's going really well on the preschool basis and I think my um one of my dance teachers her mum always said to me your preschoolers are the most important because that you're going to build them up and you know so always start with your preschool program and make sure that's where your numbers are and they'll filter through because they'll be born into the studio basically yeah totally. Um, so we're really having that focus and um i do have a couple of older classes which i'm happy for kids to um you know come in and out of but my main focus is that preschool to grow them through mm-hmm. um it's not so bad i'm going out, out there myself um twice a week i i made the conscious effort this year to not teach as much in our um Bar studio. And I'm doing a lot of the, the back-end admin stuff. Um, That's an important link that you've just said there. You've, you've made a conscious decision to step back from teaching and all of a sudden now you're in growth mindset because yeah. you have space to think. Exactly. And on the things you've been thinking about for the last decade mm-hmm. and now you're like, oh, I actually have the mind space that I can now pursue those because the teaching side and other elements are taken care of from team. A hundred percent. And I think, again, taking a step back again before I did that, my, my staff are now more empowered to make those decisions. So it's not, oh, Renee's not here. I can't answer this question for that parent. You know, like Randy's really stepping up. And so when I'm not there, she's the go-to, she talks to the parents, but all of my staff are starting to feel more comfortable. They know, they've all been with me, you know, for four plus years type thing and they know what my response would be and they're happy to say it on my behalf and, and whatnot. So that is a load off my mind as well. I don't feel like I have to be there 
every five seconds, you know, Danny and I are going to Moulin Rouge tonight and the studio will still run itself. It won't burn um, down. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good for that because we all got sick and at one point there was one of us running the whole shebang while the others were in lockdown. So I think COVID was good for that going, the world will not stop if you're not there. Um, yes. So that was really good. And I think in this incarnation of having the two locations, it's much more intentional. So I don't feel so pulled. I'm busier, obviously, but I don't feel so much pulled from pillar to post. When I first started, I um, I, I kind of mentioned I, I took over from, well, my, my first teacher closed down her studio, which she was running from home. It was really little by the time she closed it down. And the new stu- the uh, students that wanted to continue came to me. So I went to them. So I was at Serena in Brisbane, which is about 30 minutes from my house. Um, and then that was the first year and that was all wonderful. And then um, I bought the other studio out, which was in Algesta, close to where my home was, so 30 minutes away. Um, so I had the two studios running and then um, just kind of going in between. But it, it got so to the point where I had to run classes nearly every day. And then for whatever reason... I decided to open one at Underwood, which was, you know, 15, 20 minutes down the road from, from Aldessa. So I was just doing this little triangle and it was basically me and Rani just driving everywhere. It was stupid. Um, but it was fun. It was really fun. And we met, like, some of the students that I got from the different places are still with me now and some of them are teaching for me and some of them, um, you know, we just, you know, are still in contact with, so it was worth it, but it was mental. Like it, it really was pulling from pillar yeah, to post. It was, there was no rhyme or reason. Yeah. Well, I, well, you, you wanted to grow, you wanted to expand your <laughs> business and, and, you know, maybe potentially bring in that extra revenue and students and, you know, yeah, make more of an impact in your area, I'm sure. But I get that, like you put the pedal on and you're like, mm, let's go, you know, and then you're like, Oh, okay. Let's just roll backwards for a second. That was fun. But now I actually need to have a more strategic plan about what I want for my 100%. lifestyle as well as my business. So that happens. Always, I've done that a million times. Don't you worry. Yeah. <laughs> and I think you come from a place of trying to please everyone. So like at my first location in Karina, I was really doing it for those people. And because those people um, I danced with their children, you know, like it was it was a little family kind of thing and I'd known them for so very long. But when I said, I don't think I can keep coming out here anymore, they were like, yeah, we get it. Where We had decided we're staying until you don't want to do it anymore. You know, like it was a mutual thing, which was really good because I don't like to let the kids down, you know. There's certainly other places they can go to, but, you know, when they're your baby. Um, so, yeah, and then... We were running still the two locations at Algester and Underwood. And I could, I, still to this day, and this is like seven or eight years ago, there is a main road between where we were at Algester and where we were at Underwood. I do not drive on that road because I was sick of driving up and down. So that road so, is now um, barred from your life. You will take life. the long way. I am it's not driving PTSD. down that road again. <laughs> I love so it. Some, decision. So we found somewhere that was kind of, Central, and that's where we are at Barambar in our own space, and it's gone from strength to strength. So I love that. The locations are great if it's intentional. 
Totally. Yes. And it, it's not just, you know, like I talk about sometimes renovation uh, where people just tack on things as they need them. Oh, we need an extra room. Tack it, tack it. And then you end up with this botched house. Yes. <laughs> like I am going to actually sit down, get a plan drawn, yeah. <laughs> build the home I want rather yes, than exactly. oh, tack a bathroom, tack a thing. And then you've got this botchy um, space. And that was, yeah. that, that's what was happening with the studio culture as well. And I didn't, you know, you don't want any child to feel like they're at the second class part of your business. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we're not in the main part or anything. So at Yarra Bilba now, I'm very, um, very conscious that the culture is the same. The, the classes are exactly the same, you know. That it's um, it's not tacked on. It's it's an important exactly. integral part of your business and service. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. So that. I'm looking forward to the end of the year concert. So they see. I'm sure they don't believe me that we have a fully fledged studio <laughs> when I'm sitting there by myself and there's two kids in class at the moment. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's certainly it'll be fun for them to actually see what it looks like at the end of the day. Yeah, that's beautiful. Now, you are in that growth mindset, like we've said, and you've gone now and built this second studio. You're building your preschool programs. That's amazing. And you're about to launch your talent management service. So before so we started do that, you were part of my talent manager boot camp uh, program, which is amazing. Tell me what it was um, that really attracted you to the program and then and how you felt going through the process with me and the course. I think the decider, like, to actually um, sign up for it. So I believe he did, like, a little information webinar that was, like, really brief about what would be in the actual boot camp. So I signed up for that, um, which is great. I love, you know, a a little bit more of an understanding of what I'm getting into before I do it because I've been, my personality kind of lets me jump in those things jump in the deep end without knowing what I'm getting myself into. So um, when when we did that webinar, it was really nice um, to hear you talking just so um, there was like a quiet confidence about it. It wasn't all hype, 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 but it was just like you can do this. And it was really all, um, I don't know, I guess down to earth, like it wasn't, I just felt like I could relate to you, I guess, is the best way to say it. And um, you were talking about how you've been in or you are in our position, you know, having your own studios and um, trying to provide more for your students without it being an overwhelming experience. So you explained, I think, straight up kind of what kind of time frame it's going to take, you know, what kind of time it's going to take out of my day. Um, and things like that. So when I decided to sign up, I knew one what was what I was going to learn about. Two, I had confidence that I didn't need to have every contact in the book um, to make it successful. And three, that I had time to do it. It wasn't going to be something that I get all excited about and then overwhelm myself and not be able to do a good job at it. Yes, and a, lot of studio owners, and a lot of studio owners do dabble and they try to implement talent management services in their space, but they don't have any guidance or know-how. I even know, and, and so it doesn't end up working out for them only because they, I even know people that have gone on to do the photo shoot, the like, you know, they do the headshot shoots. They're like, yeah, you're in the agency. It's all happening. And then it's crickets because they're like, 
oh, now we something. have to do something more than yes. just what they think it is. And it can be really, really simple. So tell me about your experience in the course in relation to those revelations that you've had during uh, Talent Manager Bootcamp. Well, uh, I mean, you just broke it down so well. So every topic, I guess, um, my biggest thing was actually finding the work. So when you show us where we can go and find that and how that kind of um, presents itself, you know, and, and I've learned even more now that we've actually decided to do it and I'm, you know, getting all the um, briefings coming through and I'm like, wow, there's a lot coming through and I'm reading them and sometimes I kind of go, eek! <laughs> um, but filtering through them and talking about how to, um, I guess, make sure you know your clients, like know your talent, which is why we're really good at what, at being this because we do know our kids we know what talents they have and don't have and kind of really thinking that when you're putting through a submission you can save yourself time by thinking about it a little bit you know taking the time to read the briefs properly um and sending through kids that or clients i guess that um it, it will be beneficial for so looking at the quality like Picking what you know, picking what you know your kids can do um, to filter through some of it. Um, talking about, just trying to think, there was so much, so much in there. But it, it's also so very simple, like the way that you um, provided the information, chunked it down into different um, like categories. categories. Yeah. Being able to look over that and then having our... Um, Zoom meetings where we talk about it more in depth and we could ask more questions and things like that if we didn't quite understand it. I still have a thousand questions, but um And I think that's me. the evolution of it, right? You're always gonna have more questions and, and mm. that's I still have questions and I've been doing it for years and sometimes something pops up and I go, Oh, wait a minute. Let me think about mm. that. I need to go and research or find out the answer to that. But that is the nature of business. That is the nature of learning and something new as well. Um, you've got your launch coming up, your your launch for your talent management service. When are you launching? What date are you launching? I don't know what the date is. It's not this, it's not this Thursday, but next Thursday. Yeah. What's that? And and how are you going about your launch? So what are you doing to to spread the word and, and tell your community about it? So we have um, decided to have like a little information night. So we followed all the steps that you kind of gave us, first of all. So we feel like everything's in position. We've, you know, got our photographer. We have an idea of how we're doing headshots and things for our first people. We've been mentioning it since we started doing the talent boot camp. So it's been buzzing around the studio a little bit for a while. Um, we've kind of let them know what's happening, getting people to RSVP. We've probably got, I'm not exactly sure. I know that there's a few of my families that are like chomping at the bit that <laughs> their kids are very charismatic. So they want to be, my daughter's the same. She's always like, oh, so I'm going to get, I want to go on TV and be famous. <laughs> I was like, I think there's a few more steps in between, but sure, let's try and do that. <laughs> so we've got a lot of those kids hanging around, ready to ready to go. Um, but we're going to have an information evening at the studio. Um, we've put together just like a little PowerPoint just with some of the main topics, I guess, 
so that they understand, one, what it is, two, what their commitment would need to be to make it successful. Because um, I can send them all the, send them in for stuff, but if they don't, they're like, oh, I can't do that. Oh, I yeah. don't want to cover I, I, that. I like you know? that you're having an information session. I think that's a really great start. And I love that you said that there's been a buzz and people are chomping at the bits. What? Mm. What has been the feeling around the studio when you're talking about representing your students in film, television and theatre and commercial and all these exciting things exciting things and projects? What has been the response? What, what are families saying to you? What are the students saying to you? They're excited. The kids are straight up the same thing. They're like, oh, my God, I can't wait to be famous. I'm going to be like on TV. I'm just, you know, they think they're going to be, you know, Hannah Montana and life is sweet. But, um, <laughs> Uh, the, the parents are really interested. They love that um, we still encourage our children who just want to come once a week and do their, their thing, but they also think it's great that we've got these extra um, services that we can provide the kids that do want to go into something um, a little bit more professional, you know, that, that kind of think this is going to be their life, you know, going forward. Um, so yeah, it's just excitement. It's excitement for um, the opportunities that it'll give the kids, but it's also excitement for the studio because our families, for the most part, are really quite invested in our dance family. We that's how we refer to it all the time. So seeing the studio succeed is really exciting for them as well. So there's kind of a few different vibes going on. It's proud. It's almost like the parents are proud parents of me in the studio as well that we're growing and expanding and doing these exciting things yeah and just going from strength to strength I love that yeah. and I love that it's creating a buzz in your space and though we can never guarantee that they're gonna be you know famous or whatever that's not what yeah. this actually is about this is about just being up for the opportunity and making the arts accessible to everyone who wants to be yeah. a part of it that's 100 and you know some of the kids at the moment, we before we were doing this, you know, we'd see stuff come up for little amateur bits and pieces and they just love being on stage and I think it's just giving them more opportunity to perform, which is why I've been thinking about it for a while anyway. When I was younger, um, you know, there were kids in my dance classes. They, you know, went off and did this, that and the other and um, a lot of my friends that I grew up dancing with are either dancing professionally or just finished you know just retiring from professional dance and are teaching and a lot of them stayed within the performing arts um and had what you'd quote in a very nice way stage mums not crazy ones just normal stage mums that kind of knew I don't know how but they grew up in, in that and they kind of well Rani's mum for instance you know had her and her sister with agents and I like Rani Rani was in the adventures of Skippy. She's old. Wow, Skippy <laughs> the kangaroo. For our international listeners, just note that Skippy is a famous Australian show that had the lead character, uh, Kangaroo. Yeah, very cool. Quite an exceptional kangaroo. But, yeah, so she was an extra and things like that. So a lot of the parents knew what to do, but my mum was never in the performing arts and whatnot, and we didn't have, um, like, the the people around me at that time it wasn't like we didn't know what to do so I often had my teacher go oh you should be auditioning for this and I had no clue what that meant like I had no clue how to find out where there was an audition or even to get an agent 
So that's been why I've been talking about it, you know, for so long is that I'd love for kids to have, even if it's one, one experience in their life of doing an audition or, um, you know, getting a part, just having that knowledge of where to send them to, you know, to to have that, to get that information. That's always been kind of the driving force for it. And that's what Talent Managed Bootcamp is all about. It's about studio owners providing those opportunities because you do get asked as a studio owner, where can I go to find these professional opportunities on stage and on screen? And now you don't only just refer them, you provide it. And that's phenomenal. It's also doing it in a safe way because, you know, we're we're in a crazy world at the moment. And um, I, unless I really know the ins and outs of I just don't feel like I want to refer families to things that I don't know are fully legit you know so um, having someone like yourself who's working in it and you're kind of saying look this is a trusted source of um, you know audition you know uh, briefs and things like that um, trusted source of work um, it's at least a starting point where I can feel really comfortable telling my family because the majority of our um, clients will be children you know and I don't just want to be sending them off really nilly into crazy situations yeah and sending them to things that you don't fully know or understand but now Mm. you can confidently say because you've got this talent management service that what I'm sending you to has been vetted by me someone who has an invested interest in your child someone that actually cares about your child's best interest and we can never guarantee what's on the other side but at least we know that we've ticked those safety boxes and that's the best we can do um, with our due diligence to our clients and our students. Mm. And being in the talent squad, um, you know, I see a lot of back in, like when people aren't sure about what they've been offered, you know, having that touch point of coming back to you or coming back to the group, um, it's it's really reassuring that, you know, as I said, you've just taken that extra step of due diligence to, to feel comfortable about moving forward. Again, yeah, having community that. around is fantastic. I love that. I love that. Now, before we wrap up today's show, and, you know, obviously you've got this launch coming up for your in-house talent management service coming, which is like in a, in a couple of weeks, so that's amazing. Yeah. Um, but before we wrap up, I wanted to ask you a couple of things before we go. Okay. <laughs> and that is who or what inspires you? this is really tricky um I have a lot of people that I consider mentors that I don't think know that I consider mentors um you know I like to look to other people um in a healthy way because sometimes it can get a little bit too oh my goodness if they're doing it well I should be doing it type thing and you lose comparisonitis Comparison oh, is a disease, um, yes. <laughs> yes, I have many of those diseases. Um, so, yeah, my, my dance teacher, um, I had two dance teachers in my lifetime and I've learned a lot from business from both of them, um, just watching how, how they're two very different studios. So um, my first teacher was Anna Lefrinas, so she's a, uh, been a mentor to me. And my second teacher, Julianne Lucas, um, has an amazing studio and so they're people kind of that I've looked to to do, to create the studio that I'm, I have now. They're very influential um, in that, but they have no idea, I don't, <laughs> I don't think. Um, my biggest inspiration is my kids 
and that's my biological children, <laughs> so Lily and Oliver, but also um, the kids that I teach. And I very much do everything with my heart and um, they really have become um, such an important part of my life. I don't think I could ever give up the studio. Like simply I would just feel too bad that I don't get to see my kids and I come in and their energy um, just is just feeds my soul. <laughs> so I think so. They're, they're my inspiration. That's beautiful. Now I think I know the answer to this, but I'll ask it anyway because I love to ask. What's <laughs> next for Renee? Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, world domination. <laughs> no, um, just to really, you know, um. Yeah, make the second location grow and just um, get our kids out there. Let them have fun with this talent manager service. Get them, yeah, just out into the world and seeing what it's all about. Taking an adventure and you know taking it full on and giving it its best shot. Um, yeah, but growing as a person as well. Like Julianne said to me not so long ago, um, that you need to know who you are and just be it, and you can't kind of go wrong so I think I've really stepped back into what I want the culture of the studio to be and um trying to shrug off some of that imposter syndrome and and things like that and just kind of breathe in our own space and just just have fun being who we are yeah, a little quirky at my studio. <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. Well, thank you, Renee, for being on the show and for thank everyone for listening. Talent Manager Bootcamp. Uh, you can you can you know check it out. The link is in the show notes, and uh, we hope to see you there either on the waitlist or in the program. Because get into it. Get into it. Thank you, Renee. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me. Yeah, definitely. Talent Manager Bootcamp is awesome. It's so much easier than you think, and it's so much more attainable. And yeah, it's been it's been fun learning. So definitely worth it. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> All right. Take care. I'll see you soon. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Welcome to Talent Manager Bootcamp Launch Week, where you are invited to join me and other like-minded studio owners in talent management. This is your opportunity to go from studio owner to talent manager in eight weeks because I will provide you with the industry insights and the theoretical and practical knowledge you need to create your own in-house talent management service. It really is easy when you know how, and I can show you how to do it. It's not rocket science, I promise you that. I can show you how you can provide opportunities for your students on stage and on screen in film, television, theatre, commercial and more. I will demystify the industry and make it accessible for you and your students because I believe that everybody deserves to be a part of this industry and it's not reserved for the elite, it's for you and your people too. So get your community on board and get them in front of people that can provide them with these amazing opportunities. Sky's the limit. And believe me, I am on a mission to break the glass ceiling on the entertainment industry and make it accessible to everybody who wants to be a part of it. So if you want to be a part of it and create your dream studio 
and really reach for the stars and kick those goals in your space, increasing your student retention, increasing your industry credibility and increasing your income and revenue, then Talent Manager Bootcamp is for you. Doors are open. Let's do this. Head to the link in the show notes. It's josephinelanecuba.com forward slash TMB. See you there.